0: It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to have a conversation about people-pleasing and maybe take a little bit of a different slant on it because I don't know about you, but I sure have heard the message loud and clear about people-pleasing. And I mean, how many memes? <laughs> how many memes have you read or seen in the world where, you know, they're talking about people-pleasing and about, or about people saying they're a recovering people-pleaser, or perhaps you have said it yourself. And so this podcast, I want it to be about people-pleasing. And maybe a new take on the idea and maybe a new perspective. My middle kiddo, one of my kids, doesn't really matter whatever one it was, right? (laughs) Like one of my kids, one of my kids was talking to me and had an event planned with another friend and that other friend then invited another friend, but... This was a, a gathering that was going to be hosted at our house, and my kid. It was my my kid's event. It was it was it was <laughs> it was his baby, right? It was it was you know having somebody else invite another person to the party, you know, per se. Then I don't know. There was there was kind of some feels about this, so I was talking to this kiddo. And they said to me, "You know mom, i I just I like you know this friend, I want them to be able to come, and like I understand that they invite this other person. I'm friends with this other person too, but I just didn't want that to be what tonight was or or this weekend it was it was you know a couple days out, and just saying that they that's not really what they wanted, and so it was really awesome opportunity for me to then you know have this conversation with them where you you know he was he's saying these things, and I was like, you know what? It's okay for you to say something about this. And he's like, but like, no, because I am a people pleaser. And use that phrase, like use that phrase. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if my like teenagers, right, are aware of the phrase of people pleasing and and feeling like a shame, like I just want to like make this be a pause moment. Like, do you feel a sense of shame? About yourself if you feel like you cannot please everyone. Oh, I get it. I so understand. I so understand. But let's keep moving in the story, and we're gonna jump back. So, in the story, then we're talking about this situation, and we kind of walked through how to navigate this. And he had his phone open and was gonna text and and there was going to be a longer piece of it. And, you know, it was like all of these kind of like weirdness and, and he just really just didn't want it to be weird and didn't want to be the weird one. And also, like, I was just able to have this moment where I was like, well, what do you want? Like, this feels like you're feeling like a lot of anxiety around this. What would make you feel not anxiety? Like, what is it that you actually want? And holding that space then for him to say, yeah, I don't want, you know, XYZ, like having that be the answer of like, you know, there's, there's some nuance to to what that evening was going to be. And so, you know, where maybe there could be um, where the other person could then participate, but then like kind of change what the event was going to be in order to like be like, you know, so he kind of came up with this answer. It was like, if this is going to happen, this actually is a place that I could meet it and it doesn't make me feel anxious or stressed about it. And so because, it, because the event changed, right? Automatically, the event was already changed because another person was invited. So then it's like, well, how do you rectify this? And, and how do you talk to your friend when they like invite somebody when that wasn't part of the plan or they didn't communicate that before and it was your house? And, you know, so helping kiddos walk through these sorts of things. <laughs> I mean, uh, as an adult, like we still walk through this shit and still figure this out. And so, in this practice of paying attention as a parent and as a human, of having these small moments throughout our days of saying, like, oh, what do I want? Like, there's a there's a pooling of anxiety. And oftentimes our anxiety will pool around certain things, and and perhaps the anxiety is pooling around, like, are people gonna like me? And am I doing things in a way that invites people in, but then also like having this practice of paying attention to self, and this self intimacy that is so important for us, right, this alone time, this, the quiet time, and being able to slow down long enough to ask ourselves questions. And, you know, I even recently, like, as in just yesterday, I had a decision to make, and I had these two different directions I could go. And I had really just been thinking that I was going to, like choose the one way and it was gonna, I was going to have to navigate that. And I was feeling unsettled. I was feeling like I couldn't move. Like I couldn't move forward with it. I wasn't even giving myself the option of the second thing of, or of the other thing. And I don't know, then all of a sudden there was a thought of like, oh, well, maybe actually, maybe I'll just go with the other thing. And all of a sudden, like I texted some people and it just like flowed. I was like, oh, that was the choice. <laughs> I was feeling anxiety because I felt like I had to do a thing. But when all of a sudden I gave myself permission to do something else, oh, then there was the ease. So isn't this the yoga? This is the yoga of of paying attention in these sorts of ways and and really to take this idea then of people pleasing and you know, the, maybe the pressure that we feel in how we show up and who we show up with. And we want, you know, those people we care about to know that we want to be with them. <laughs> and also, and also then like kind of playing in this nuanced place of, of boundaries and of, you know, welcome. So I want to submit the idea that we throw out all the memes about people-pleasing. Ready? <laughs> this is big. This is big. I want you to throw away the shame about people-pleasing. I want you to like not like any memes on Instagram or on any social media platform about people-pleasing. I want you to stop saying you're a recovering people-pleaser. Like, I truly want you to stop saying that because you know what? Because we have it wired in us to please each other. We are alive today because when my baby cried and I was, and it was hungry and I fed it, I pleased my baby. That is a people pleaser because I did that. My baby is alive. I'm a people pleaser in this podcast at this very moment because I'm like, damn, I have heard this over and over and over again. And, and like the shame and, and the things that we carry around, like, oh, I didn't like stand up for myself or I just like, let this happen. And, you know, I feel like there's so much of this about like boundary work of like, what do I want? And how do I like take care of myself around other people and be honest? And how can I be brave and honest, but not offend people? And it's all of this, right? But like, just get, get rid of the shame. And I'm, I'm saying this, but it's much harder than this, right? It's harder than saying, but do you have to be a recovering people pleaser? Is being a people pleaser a bad thing? How many times are we going to say people pleaser throughout this podcast? <laughs> and so this idea of like releasing that, releasing that, and instead embracing that you're doing business because there are people that you want to please. I am recording this podcast. There's sort of people that I want to please. I want to please you with this podcast. I want you to come and be like, oh my gosh, this is what I needed. Thank you. I want that. I want your please. Like, and if we take the word please and and it's pleasure, right? Please and impre- pleasure. Like making those words, those words can be twisted together. And they're in that same root together. Okay. Right? So I want to pleasure you. People, pleasure how does that change the experience somebody makes a meal are they trying to please anybody with that meal oh you bet your ass they are they want to bring all sorts of pleasure to people all sorts of pleasure when I teach a yoga class absolutely when I send some sexy text to my lover the picture of my ass you bet I'm trying to be a people pleaser <laughs> So, could there be a motive behind people pleasing? Sure. And if I'm going to send a picture of my ass to my lover, maybe I'm doing it because I want him to get excited to simulate her. Or maybe it's because he's on a trip and I'm like, this is going to make his day. (laughs) So, sure, I could have a motive there. Are people going to make food? Taste good and have good service, so you leave a good tip and like come to the restaurant, sure, right? So there could be different motives behind the reasons that we please somebody. And if we go back to friends, like what is it? What type of pleasure are we trying to give our friends? And perhaps then, in this new vein of saying, maybe, maybe people pleasing isn't bad. And in a world where we stop using that term and allow ourselves to be victims. I'm really against <laughs> not turning yourself into a victim. And, and instead of like villainizing this idea that we shouldn't be pleasing others and bringing pleasure into our lives, I, c- what's another story? What's another story here? And perhaps there's a bigger story here about not having our life only be about bringing others pleasure. We are an alive human race. Like if you go to in the United States, right? If we talk about, if we talk about politics and we talk about the founding fathers and, you know, all the things that like help set up this country it, you know, as unfair and as racist as these folks were. And then, you know, all the combativeness and like against women, like they were, you know, like the the, the the times were the times, right? But also, it was a country that was trying to be set up and say, okay, how do we protect people's rights? How do we people please? How do we get people to be pleasured here. So they want to be here and they want to work together. And how do we work together? How do we please each other here so that we can continue to morph and change and adapt and, and get better and setting up a government to people, please. I mean, does everything come with a little bit of nuance and trickiness? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, you know, bring politics and it can can open up a whole slew of things. But at the same time, it's kind of like everything else. You know, when I first started dating my ex, he told me he liked cats. <laughs> he told me he liked cats. And so I was like, sweet, I had a 25 pound cat. And I love this cat. His name is Wiley. And my parents were moving out of their house, and Wiley needed a place to stay. And they were bringing down some furniture to us, and they brought Wiley down. And somewhere in that process, it the information did not pass on to my ex that this cat was coming down. So the cat shows up in our tiny, like, 400 square feet apartment, basement apartment, and he was not happy about this cat. And then the conversation that ensued was (laughs) that he said he liked cats, but he actually did not. (laughs) And now we have this giant ass cat that's living with us. So was he trying to please me? Yeah. Yeah, he was. And was that maybe to the detriment of what he actually wanted? And so... I hope this is like just cracking this open just a little bit for you to like think about this in a different way. Because I think it is this idea then that let's take away the victimhood of being victims of people pleasing. Let's like take that off the table. What if we destroyed that whole entire notion? And what if we say instead people pleasing is good? Giving people pleasure is good. We need to survive as a human race. And if I think about my spirituality, of the way I connect with myself, with others, and with the world, you know, people-pleasing is, is, is part of that. But there's two other parts of that. And one of them is a bigger connection to the world around me and also to myself. So people-pleasing should not be at the expense of yourself. And it should be also with awareness of a larger picture. So perhaps it is people pleasing without awareness of self and this practice of paying attention and pausing to slow down and say what is inside? And to ask more questions about yourself before maybe you answer. And you know, we're gonna have to have <laughs> we have to we have to do things. Maybe a way that we don't like them maybe. And I don't want to put the word wrong on there. Cause I mean, it's just going to look different from all of us. We're like, man, I really wish I would have made that decision. Right. I'm sure we all have decisions. We're like, well, that one wasn't my favorite decision that I made, but we had to make those in order to make different decisions now. And so we will make decisions where we are aiming to pleasure others to please them at, to the detriment of ourselves. And we can feel that. Like, I know that you have felt that where there has been some situation oh, where you're like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Like, I don't want this. This feels bad. Like I feel gross or I feel afraid or I feel left out or I feel like small. And this is not what I want. And those are all yourself. Like nobody else is making you feel those. Like those are all emotions coming from yourself. And your opportunity then is to say, I can be a people pleaser. Because now that we've established that people pleasing is not bad. I can be a people pleaser, but I will also foster my own self intimacy. And as I foster my own self intimacy, where I work to know myself, which I know I'm not going to be perfect at all of these things. And that's going to take practice and I'm going to have to find situations, find myself in situations that I wish I maybe wasn't in, in order to learn where it is I want to be. And so if we are leaving ourselves to only serve others, that Is where it gets problematic and the way that we serve ourselves is gonna need to look different it's gonna look different person to person and perhaps day to day and so we that's like its own practice right that is the practice and so I think this is it I think this idea that came to me and I I have never heard anybody else talk about this but think it really makes a lot of sense, even in the way that I have my Sexy Sunday podcast, Sexy Sunday with Bonnie. And I feel like so many of those episodes recently, we're just talking a lot about self intimacy, you know, it's, it's about relationships, a lot of like deeper conversations about people's thoughts about relationships, about sex, and a lot about your connection with self. And that's like, that's such a big piece of it. And I think that's exactly the piece of it here is, is how do we start to learn ourselves so that we can actually show up with other people and help them meet us where we can meet them. And it's hard. I was dating this dude a couple years ago and, and he told me, I mean, like, this is an amazing thing to hear. I think actually he's like, he's like, Bonnie, what I'm going to need you to do is, is I'm going to need you to help me know where your boundaries are so that I can respect them. And in regards to your time and your energy, because you're here to do things. And I want to make sure that I can respect what it is that you need. And I just sat there and like looked at him and was like, wow, okay. You know, I think like this awareness that I don't have. It's it's not, it's not my job to know what other people need. It's my job to know what I need. And sometimes we try to guess what each other needs. And sometimes I think of even being in relationship and, and trying to guess what maybe the person that I am. I'm with like might need or might want from me and, and perhaps I don't voice something that I want or want to do want to explore or want to even or, or even that I'm thinking about because maybe I uh, assume that that is not where they want to be and, and in a way then trying to people please by not saying or not doing to the detriment of ignoring, to the detriment of myself by ignoring myself, by ignoring the things that were calling to me. And and that doesn't even necessarily mean that, like, you know, in relationship is its own sort of, own sort of uh, ground of growth um, for more communication and conversation. But I just think that this is like such an important, such an important topic. And in my non-monogamy experiences when I was a swinger slash open relationship for a year and a half before um, my ex and I decided to separate and divorce. Those are all different podcasts. <laughs> I'm always more to come. Um, but in that time, I really got exposed to a lot of language about non-monogamy and in the non-monogamy world. And there is a phrase that is primary partnership and if somebody has their primary partner and that it is their their main squeeze their main lover maybe their spouse if they're married that's their primary partner and then maybe other people are are other lovers and I think that's wrong (laughs) because I think your primary partner should be you your primary partner is you. And you know that you've had that voice in your head where a part of you is thinking something and or maybe you're building awareness of this voice where maybe you're thinking something and there's another part of you that thinks something about you thinking that thing. Like There's like many layers to you. Your primary relationship, your primary relationship is with yourself. And <laughs> I know saying this, but I have so much more growth to do with myself and I think even just like these thoughts like these are exciting things to think about and it fills right in my bones to think about things in this way and also I need to sit my ass down more and be with myself and be still more like I need to speak up for myself when I want or need something and I am leaning too heavily into pleasuring others or thinking I am pleasuring others because that's a big difference if we are assuming what others want or we don't want to like you know maybe it feels like too much work to like you know have the conversations or do the things which is it's which is super valid right it does take work (laughs) it takes work to uh, navigate each other but it's like the same way I teach a yoga class. There is this balance of work and play. In yoga, there's effort and ease. Right? We have like, that's the nuance. It, there's, there's the known and the unknown. There's form and there is flow. And there is dark and night, but in between, there is dawn and dusk. And there is nuance in between there where it's not quite dark and it's not quite day. And there's places to play in there, and like learning how to do that that's being fucking alive. That is being alive. And that is exactly where we want to be is like building this awareness, building this attention in ourselves to just pay attention to the ways we feel and where we might be calling ourselves people pleasers, where we might be trying to please somebody, give them pleasure in a way, do we know for sure that it's giving them pleasure? How can we communicate with them better to find out? How do you self-advocate and put yourself first as the primary relationship? How do you build and foster self-intimacy with yourself so that you know what to pay attention to? These her big fucking things. This is the being live. This is the exciting part. Because we're not going to arrive somewhere. So I do feel like we need a break of that. Like we're not going to get to a magical place where we think that we have it figured out. I have not reached that yet. <laughs> and I do not plan on getting there. Like I just don't plan on it. If I think I have ever arrived at a place, then I will not be there again yet, Right. There is always something more that someone has to teach me, that a relationship has to teach me, that a person has, that I have to teach myself, that this world and my experience has to teach me, constantly. I'm grateful for it. I'm an evolving human. And I love that. And bring your hand to your heart. Take a big breath inhale and exhale thank you for being part of this podcast you are thanks for being part of my pleasure this brings me pleasure and when I tap into myself here my self intimacy this is pleasure for me and it is pleasure to give it let's break being people pleasers as a bad thing and let's rebalance and put ourselves back in the picture sending you lots of love